Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Father, I want to thank you for this opportunity to gather together in your name. Because you said where there are two or more gathered together in your name, you are right here with us. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name for being right here with us. And I ask you, Father, to anoint and point us to do your service this day. Even though, Father, we may look in the natural and see empty seats here, but in the spirit, you have already chosen those to hear this message, and this message will set them totally free. Father, we thank you that you are actually helping our faith, increasing our faith, our trust in you. And not going by what we see, but going by what we don't see, Father. And I want to thank you for your heavenly host who's always around us, protecting us. And I thank you for those, Father, who may be on their way. And the enemy have put stumbling blocks and obstacles in their way. And I speak, of, speak against those obstacles and stumbling blocks. And I send the firepower of the Holy Ghost to consume every obstacle and stumbling block that hymns God's child from coming out and being ministered as the Lord has chosen and already ordained for them. Father, I thank you. I just thank you, Father, for increasing our trust and faith in you. I thank you, Father, for, you know, the things that you have done or is doing for us, the things that we see that you're doing and the things that we cannot and don't see what you're doing for us, Father. I just thank you for your power of your Holy Spirit, for your anointing, Father. And I ask you to anoint this humble servant, Father, to do your will, your desire this day, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I just want to say thank you. And I thank you, Father, for all of those who, who is tuning in to this Holy Ghost Fire Deliverance meeting on today through YouTube, Father. They are very faithful. They they come on YouTube and watch the video message, Father, hoping to and expecting to hear a word from you, Father. Only one word from you, Father, will give us great hope and encouragement and that will last the remaining of our days. And I just thank you for giving them that one hope, that one word of hope and encouragement this day as they listen to this message. And I praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Dear heart, today I want to talk about pestering faith. That's P-E-S-T-E-R-I-N-G. Pestering faith. You know, actually, you know, another word for faith is trust. Okay? So actually there's, there's really many kinds of faith to be kind of honest with you and the Holy Spirit reveals to us the different levels of faith but this particular faith is found in the Word of God it's a pestering faith first of all let's define the word pester P-E-S-T-E-R it is to 
harassed with petty irritations. That's the meaning of, of pester. Now the word petty means secondary rank or, or importance. So, so actually it's a, a, a harassment with secondary or not so much important, right? You know, something just ain't important. You like showing it away. It's, it's not important. Um, that's what pastoring stands for. So, in the, in the Word of God, there was a woman, a Canaanite woman. This is the type of faith that she had, pastoring faith. And you find it in Matthew, the 16th chapter. And I'm going to read from verse 21, and I'm reading from the complete Jewish Bible. Now, pastoring faith is very important. Pastoring faith don't give up, no matter what. No matter how much you say it's secondary, it's not important, pastoring faith doesn't give up. And a matter of fact, you can also confine it in the Word of God with this other woman who happened, I think she happened to have lost, what was it, a diamond or something that she lost? You know, so pestering faith is a time that we should have pestering faith. Faith that don't give up no matter what you think of me or if I'm important or not. You know, regardless of how much you say I'm irritating you, I'm irritable, or I'm harassing you, it don't matter. You know, time that we need pestering faith. As a matter of fact, uh, Jesus loved pastoring faith. You know, human beings may get upset with us when we pastor them. You know, for example, we want, we want something from them, and they say, keep saying no, but we keep asking, keep asking, we keep bothering, and they keep saying no. After a while, they'll say, well, you're getting on my nerve. Leave me alone. You know, a human being may say that, but not Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ would not do that. He loved pestering faith. So verse 21 says, Jesus left that place and went off to Tyre and Sidon. Then 22, a woman from Canaan who was living there came to him pleading. See, she heard in regards to the works that Jesus done. She heard that Jesus set captives free. She heard that Jesus healed the sick opened the blind eyes. She, she heard the, the great miracles of Jesus Christ. She heard those things. So Jesus came to her hometown. I'm telling you, when God sent a man or, or a woman of God, which is his servant, to your hometown, you better make your way out and be in the midst of God's servant. Because Jesus Christ has sent that servant there for a purpose, and that person, it purpose is, is to set you free. See, you have to have pastoring faith. Pastoring faith, it just don't give up. It really just don't give up. I guarantee you, this Canaanite woman, when Jesus came to her town, I guarantee you, the devil put obstacles in her way. He put obstacles in her way. But because her faith, she had that pastor in faith. She did not allow the enemy obstacles to stop her from going out and seeing the man of God, 
And you and I must be the same way, dear heart. So again, it says, when Jesus came to her town, she came to him pleading. I mean, she came to Jesus pleading. Pleading, asking, pestering him. She was in need. She was in need, dear heart. She, she wasn't concerned if she was bothering the Lord. She didn't say, excuse me, Lord, I really hate pestering you. No, she did not. She was pleading with him because when you are in need, you are in need. And this woman was in need. And she said, sir, have pity on me. Son of David, my daughter is cruelly held under the power of demons. See, this woman was suffering, seeing her beautiful daughter being tormented on the inside with demons causing her daughter to hurt herself. And I guarantee you, them demons will speak through her, her daughter and, and, and just poke fun at the mother so the mother knew that they had, they had her daughter captive. Can you imagine what this woman was going through? I guarantee you, she probably shared with neighbors and friends what these demons were and how these demons act through her daughters, and they did not even believe her. This, this is her loved one, her daughter. And she heard that Jesus cast devils out of people. She heard about the young man that God delivered from those demons. She heard about the, the, the man who was in Kedera possessed with demons, and God set, set him free. She heard about Jesus. She heard the, concerning the works that Jesus did, and she saw the enemy had her daughter. This is the mother. So when Jesus came to her town, regardless, she did not allow the enemy hindrances and blockages to stop her from going to the man of God and pestering the man of God for help. And she came with an over spirit. She didn't mind pastoring him because she was in need. And she said, sir, have pity on me. Some of us, we so proud, we don't want nobody to have pity on us. But dear what, God can put you in a situation that you have no other choice but to ask someone, have pity on me. Pastoring faith is a over type of faith that is not concerned about it's reputation. That's pestering faith. See, that's a lot. That's the reason why a lot of you who need deliverance from demons within, but because of that reputation that you have, you do not want to go where the man or woman of God is to be delivered because of that reputation. Girl, I'm telling you, you better come and get delivered because the best to get delivered now than go to hell. You and your reputation burning the hell fire, and them demons are tormenting you. And here you are in hell saying, I should have, Lord, I should have went to that Holy Ghost fire meeting that you were holding uh, with your servant, Evangelist King. I should have went. I should have got set free, but it's, it would be too late, dear Lord. Pastor in faith. Pastor in faith, remember, is a harassment with petty irritations. But, you know, in the eyes of God, it's, it's not petty. Praise the living God. So again, she, told, she asked the Lord, you know, have mercy on me, son of David. My daughter is cruelly. She said, my daughter is cruel. Is cruelly held under the power of demons. 
So those demons was really afflicting her daughter, you know, causing her daughter to, to uh, harm herself, or the demon was actually beating up the daughter, bruises on the daughter, bite marks on the daughter. Here's a mother watching her beautiful child being, being tormented. And, you know, you know, you ask, well, how did that daughter get tormented? Because the daughter, through disobedience, dabbed her hand into witchcraft. That's how the daughter became demon possessed. You know, you can teach your children to, to do the right thing, but it's up to them to do what is right. That is what her daughter did. She dabbed her hand in witchcraft. And, and, and she opened the door up for those demons to attack her. But again, um, the mother had, had pestering faith. Faith that do not give up. Faith that pesters the Lord. <laughs> Lord, I'm not going to give up here. I'm coming to you. Have mercy on me. Have pity upon me, Lord. Now, verse 23, I want you to pay special attention to how Jesus handled this situation. The Lord Jesus will test us. He will test us. When we ask the Lord for something and he doesn't do it right then, dear heart, this is when pastoring faith needs to kick in. Because Jesus is testing you to see if you truly is going to continue in believing him and, and knocking and asking. Okay? So verse 23 says, but Jesus did not say a word to her. Jesus didn't say, here this woman with pestering faith, with pestering Jesus. Petty irritations. Just irritating. Been very irritating. You know, walking around, son of David, have mercy on me, have pity on me. You know, the way she was saying it, I guarantee you, she won't say it in a calm voice. She was saying it, how it is when you, when you plead with someone for help. You know, she was in agony. The Lord just said she was in agony and pain. She, she needed him to help. And she continued to, to, to ask him, you know, for, for pity and mercy. By agony in her heart, and it was irritating, very irritable. Not to Jesus now, <laughs> but to the human ear, it was ir irritable. But to the spiritual ear, that was a lovely, beautiful sound to the Lord. So in the natural, Jesus don't say a word. Why? Because He tests you. Some of you right now, you have asked the Lord. To set you free from, that's like Paul, from a particular um, matter. And only you know what that is, just like Paul. In other words, it's your throne, 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 in the throne in the flesh. Now you pronounce it right. Thorn. Thorn in the flesh. That's your thorn in the flesh. And you, just like Paul, pleading with the Lord, take this thing away, take this thing away. And, and, uh, just like this Canaanite woman, the Lord is not saying a word. So, this is where you kick in that pestering faith. Keep being irritable. 
You know, you keep asking, you keep knocking, no matter how it irritates the human ears. You know, I get uh, secondary, a third request from, from certain individuals, not many, but every now and then it'll be about one or two or three people. And uh, especially just one person, you know, who recently sent me another request, and every year I get that request. And, and uh, recently, I think it was last week, I got a request, and, and the first thing this person said, I, you know, I don't mean to bother you. I don't mean to, you know, irritate you. And, and, I, and here, I, here I was reading it, and I was like, Jesus sent me. That's not irritating. But also, Jesus sent me, Jesus said, don't say a word. And then, then there's times when the Lord say, speak. To this person. Tell them, thus saith the Lord. And I will. But most of the time, the Lord said, don't say a word. And now I see the Lord, the reason for that, the Lord is testing that person. Testing that person's faith. And that person have pestering faith. This person have not given up on God. Regardless of, of how the Lord choose not to say a word, this person still continue to ask of the Lord, continue to question a, a concerning certain things. Because why? They have pastor and faith, and that's good. And by the way, if you happen to hear this message, you know who I'm referring to, that's good what you're doing. The Lord wants you to know it's called pastoring faith. You are not pastoring God, neither are you pastoring his servant. That is a sweet sound to God because it's proved to God that you are not giving up on him. You are not giving up on him. So again, 23 says, but Jesus did not say a word to her. He did not say a word to her. Then his disciple came to him and urged him. Now his disciples was right there. Hearing and seeing this woman, and to that ear, this woman was really irritable to that ear. It was a terrible sound. She really irritated them. Why? Because the disciples at that moment they were, was not converted. That's, a, that's another teaching, but they were not converted. They were not converted until Jesus died, rose again, came through the wall, appeared to them. The scripture said Jesus breathed on them. That's when Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit in them, and that's when they became converted. They were totally different men. They no longer were led by their mind, because before that, they always in competition with one another. They, they, they always, you know, wanted God to harm the people. Two of them said, let's call down fire, Lord, and burn them all. They don't want to hear you. <laughs> that's the kind of mind. So they right, they walk commonly according to their mind, and that's what come here they was not really converted. So therefore they said to the Lord, send her away. See, that was irritating to them. See that that's the physical here ear. When a person have pestering faith, when you are when you are kind of minded and walking by your kind of mind, it's irritating to you. That sound is irritating you. And you just like you suddenly you say, get away, go away. You know, don't call me no more. I don't have nothing else to do with it. It's irritating. You're, you're pestering me. And they told the Lord, send her away. 
because she is following us. She won't follow the disciples. She was following Jesus. <laughs> but that's how the common mind thinks. So she is following us and keeps pastoring us with her crying. See, that's pastoring faith. When you got to cry, you cry to Jesus. Have that pastoring faith. Don't give up. Don't give up because that's a sweet sound to Jesus' ears. So you know the scripture said Jesus didn't say a word to her. But as the disciples spoke what they spoke, 24 said, he said. He said, that's when he spoke to the girl, to the woman. Because the Lord did not want her to get discouraged because of what his disciples just said and done. See, 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 Jesus knows whenever unbelief and doubt is about to attack us and jump on us due to hearing what someone, someone who we feel uh, is of high standard would say that is contrary to his word, Jesus would send his spirit to correct us on that. Because just think about the, his disciples, the disciples who's with him. So by his disciples speaking those words and they're with Jesus, then the woman would have thought what they just said was true. But, but Jesus was, was, let, was about to let her know not to rely on how, what, they, what they just said or how they was acting, but to keep her eyes on him. So 24 said, he said, and this is where he tests the woman. He, he tests the woman to see if she continued to have pastoring faith. Faith that don't give up. Faith that don't give in. So, Jesus said, he said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now, he turned to the woman and said this, I was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. See, this was a Canaanite woman. She, she, she was not Jewish. She, she was not considered to be part of Israel, but an outcast, a sinner, a Canaanite woman here. So the Lord here reminded her of that. And remember, the Lord, he did that to test her. God will allow certain things to happen to us and, and will, will allow certain people to say certain things to us to test our faith, to see if we will continue to have a pastor in faith. So that you can understand, again, a pastor in faith is a faith that is that will harass God. Don't give up. And it don't give in, give in. Again, the word pastor means to harass with petty irritation. And the word petty means secondary, rank, or important. So when something is petty, you don't consider it to be important. So you kind of like put on a back burner. Okay? Well, with this Canaanite woman, her faith was a pastoring faith because she was not an Israelite but a Canaanite. And Jesus reminded her that he was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Her faith was considered to be a pastoring faith. It wasn't important, you see. But 
God um, told her that to continue to test her faith because the scripture here indicates to us that she had a pastoring faith where she was in need. She, wanted, she needed the Lord to set her daughter free from demons that were cruelly attacking her. Cruelly attacking her. So, so that was a pastoring faith. That's what pastoring faith is. And that's the type of faith that God wants us to have is a pastoring faith. So again, the Lord told her, he was testing her, I was sent on to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 25 say, after Jesus said that, this is what remarkable, after Jesus told this woman that he was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and she was in need of him delivering her daughter who was demon-possessed being cruelly attacked by a demon. And after Jesus told us those words, 25 said, but she came, fell at his feet, and said, Sir, help me. See, that's pastoring faith. Pastoring faith doesn't give up. It doesn't care how much you, how much you um, say things against, against them. It don't matter. I hear what you say, and then I don't hear what you say. So I'm going to continue to Pastor God in, in helping me. I'm continuing to be fall on my knees and be humble. It doesn't matter what you think of me. It doesn't matter what you say of me. I'm going to continue to have this pastor faith. I'm going to pastor God. God, and that he answered my request. And that's what this woman did. And she said, Sir, help me. And 26 said, Jesus answered. Here Jesus again still testing this lady a second time he tests this lady to see if she's going to give up on that on her pestering faith. And it say it is he said it is not right to take the children's bread. Deliverance is the children's bread. To, to, it's not right to take the children's food and toss it to their pet dogs. Now some of us, when Jesus would have told us that through his servant, we would have turned around and walked away. Now what? You say what? You calling me a dog? Forget it. <laughs> Your pastor's faith don't think that way. This lady didn't think that way. Now Jesus actually called her a dog. He did. <laughs> he called the woman a dog. But I first read this when I was a teenager. I said, Jesus, you call her a dog. <laughs> but God was testing her. And, and what's so remarkable, 27, she said, because she had pastoring faith, a faith that harassed. No matter if you look at me as being, being secondary in need I'm, or, or, or secondary importance, you know, no matter if you look at me uh, as my request is irritating you. No, I'm going to pastor you, Jesus, until you give me what I want. Lord just said, even Jacob had pastoring faith. I ain't thinking this before, Lord just told me. Jacob had pastoring faith. He wrestled with that angel all night long until you until he got blessed. And I'm not letting you go till you bless me. That's pastoring faith. Praise the Lord. Then the angel even threw Jacob's hip bone out of place so that he could turn loose. He still did not stop. He still did not stop, dear Lord. You know what, that's what you and I got to have, pastoring faith. 
No matter if a person, lead a woman of God or man of God, no, you're pastoring them. Say, I'm pastoring God. I'm not pastoring the man and woman of God. I'm pastoring God. Praise the living God. Remember, pastoring faith is a sweet sound to the ears of God because pastoring faith don't give up. Pastoring faith keep believing and trusting God. So the woman said, after the Lord told her, it's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their pet dog. The woman, through humility, ominous of heart, because this woman was in need, her daughter was back home being tormented by a demon. Can you imagine this little girl being tormented by a demon, demon speaking out through the little girl at the mom, leaving scratch marks on her, bite marks, tossing her to a fro on the floor. Oh, that's terrible. And this woman was in need. She suffered. She won't get no sleep day or night. And she heard Jesus was coming to her town. And when he came to her town, she said, I'm going. She did not let obstacles stop her from going to see the man of God. And then when she saw the man of God, the man of God act like he didn't even hear her. She still did not even allow death to cause her not to believe that God would hear her. He even called her a dog. She, she just fell on her knee and worshiped him even more. Sir, please help me. And she said, and she admitted, she said, this is true, sir. She even felt, she was so humble. You call me a dog? Yes, I am. That's what you want to call me. That's what I am, Lord. Help me. She said, this is true, sir. But this is what gets you right here. And the Holy Spirit was the one who inspired this woman to say these words. She said, but even the dogs eat the leftovers that fall from their master's table. Praise the living God. I was a little girl when I read that. I shouted for dope joy. I said, Lord, that was the Holy Ghost who revealed that to her. Yeah, even the dogs eat the leftovers. True, Lord, I might not be the lost sheep of the house of Israel, but those leftovers that they cursely have dropped and rejected, I'll take those. I'll take those leftovers. And dear heart, because of that, in 28, Jesus answered her. Now, this is when Jesus directly answered this woman. He said, lady, you are a person of great trust. That's great faith. Let your desire be granted. And the scripture said, her daughter was healed at that very moment. So dear Lord, I'm telling you, mothers and fathers, you are expecting, you are asking God to deliver your child from, de de from demonic possession, depression, of oppression. Their deliverance is tied up in your obedience to God. Because as a child, you were placed as that child's covering. So when you reject God, your child do not have a covering. See, that, that demon easily entered into her daughter because of the lack of faith of the mother. And the reason why Jesus allowed these things to happen to her, so that her faith, her trust in him, can increase and grow deep and deeper down into her heart. And because of her trust was so great, she passed the tests 
that Jesus had, had was just performing, the Lord told her because of her great trust, her great faith in him, her daughter was delivered. So again, parents, your child delivers and ties up in your obedience to God. Do you trust God? Do you have pastoring faith? Faith which pastors God and continue to believe, ask and believe that he would do his will as you have reminded him of. Because it is his will that your child be set free. For you to be set free. For your family to be set, set free. Don't give up. No, no matter what the circumstances are, you don't give up. You continue with that pastoring faith. Again, Jesus loves it when you pastor him. That's a sweet sound to his hearing. Condominated man, it, it's, it's an irritable sound to that ear, but it's a sweet sound to Jesus' ear. So no matter how people tell you, Satan to people tell you, don't bother the man of God. Don't bother the woman of God. You say, look, I'm not bothering them. I'm bothering Jesus. It's their God who is Jesus Christ who I'm after. And that's who I'm bothering. And that's the attitude that we must develop. An attitude like this Canaanite woman. Anytime we expect anything from and of the Lord. So I thank God for the understanding of this, of his word. You know, um, this morning I said, Lord, I said, I don't have anything to to speak on today, but would you please give me something? So as I was turning the scripture, and uh, I just came to this, and then that's where the Lord said, talk about pastoring faith. I said, well, I don't know what pastoring faith is. So actually, dear Lord, I am hearing all this for the first time as you are hearing it right now. <laughs> because that's the way the Holy Spirit does. And I think um, the Lord gave my husband something to say. I feel it in the spirit. You want to say something? You can come on up here. This wasn't planned, by the way. It said, I feel in the spirit that God gave him something. Everybody wonder why I come at usually when she said, I'm going to turn the service over to Roger. And I get up and I say, I don't have anything to say. Because I usually don't. Why repeat the message that's already been given? And for those of you that live in North Carolina, South Carolina, when you go to some of these churches, and I'm not criticizing the churches, but you know how they do. Someone will get up and repeat the whole message. So that's usually why I say that. But the Lord is speaking very clearly that he wants us to strengthen our faith, be persistent in our faith. As she was saying, um, pestering faith. And we, we hear those words and we say, well, that, that can't be what God wants. But God said it in the Old Testament. So if he said it in the Old Testament and confirmed it in the New Testament, then how much more should we have our faith strengthened and persistent and pestering, if you will? Isaiah 44, I'm sorry, Isaiah 43, verse 24, um, breaking into the, to the Lord uh, speaking, it says, You have brought me no sweet cane with money, Neither have you filled me with the fat of the of your sacrifices, but you have made to me you have made me to serve with your sins. You have wearied me with your iniquities. I even I am he 
that blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. So if we're persistent in sin and he's persistent in forgiving, then the opposite of that is having pastoring or persistent faith. And so it's, it's clear that what the Father wants in us is developed, persistent, pestering, undeniable faith in Him and His Word, and not our own strength and our own our own hands. We we're, and I'm speaking for myself. I can speak for myself on this. We're we're quicker to look at things in the natural versus the spirit when it should be the other way around. We should see things in the spirit and then in the natural. So that passion faith should be developed in the spirit and manifested in, in the natural. Uh, Hannah and I, uh, not Hannah and I, excuse me, Hannah, the name's confused. Mm -hmm. Hannah had a pestering faith, if you will. She prayed and her husband was like, you know, you praying and there's nothing coming out of your mouth. Are you drunk? No, she was so determined that she wanted to be blessed with a child. Mm -hmm. And she made a vow, you can read it for yourself, First Samuel, the very first uh, chapter of 1 Samuel. It talks about how she made a vow to the Lord, and she was, in essence, pastoring him. But she did it in such a way that the Lord, she touched the Lord's heart by her persistence, by her pestering, if you will. So be encouraged that though you might be going through a particular test or trial, keep your faith in and on the Lord. Keep pestering him. The scripture even says, remind me, says the Lord, of my word. And, and, and I forget exactly where that, which scripture that is. But even here in verse 26 of this chapter, he clearly says, put me in remembrance. And let us plead together, declare you that you may be justified. So what we have to do is make the declarations according to God's word in faith that through him we're justified. Because of his saving grace, we're justified. And because of that, our faith will grow and continue to pester the Lord with the right attitude, with the right motive and intent, and he will answer when we don't give up. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for that. That wasn't playing. That was, that was God. I, I felt it in the spirit um, that uh, God had given him something, something to say, and I thank him. We don't have. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.